at last, science fiction creates the ultimate man. Inframan. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Welcome to another episode of the Asian Action Cast. You said it Coming wrong. at ya. What was that? You said it wrong. No. Action, action <laughs> Asian Cast. Huh? How do you say it, Christian? I'll tell you later. <laughs> the, action, uh, the Asian Action Cast. I'm Sam. Welcome to the show. Tonight, surrounding me, we have Asians and non-Asians alike. Hello, Scott. Hello, non-Asian representative. Nesson. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm, I'm white. Yeah. <laughs> Lecho. Hi. <laughs> Cliss. I'm from the category of awesome. And Mecca, lecca, 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 lecca. What the hell? <laughs> Hello. I'm making the accent nondescript. I cannot be sued or made fun of. Okay. Okay. But I'll find a way. <laughs> so tonight... Uh, on the Asian Action Cast. What do we do again? Uh, what hey, do Sam, we do? what do we do here at the Asian Action Cast? <laughs> you know, I was listening to a podcast the other day, Scott, our podcast, and uh, you used to ask that question a lot, and now it's just fallen under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if we do what we say we do anymore. <laughs> I thought you would have learned of the first 15 times, but uh, here uh, we are. We do something between a review and a recap. Maybe a revap. Except, I, I don't know, is that what we do still? Well, we don't, like, you know, go beat for beat plot point for plot point we just talk about some movies and uh, rip on them a bit and, and argue about voltron mm. it happens you brought it up now it's on <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> ah so uh it's actually strangely <laughs> falls in with this movie that we watched tonight. it's true <laughs> uh i was looking the question always comes up what are we going to watch next and uh there's like this list of cult hong kong action films that you must see before you die this is one of them. There's another one with a, uh, I think it was a, a, a guy with the head in the shape of a penis. And I haven't brought it up yet because I'm not sure how to bring it up. <laughs> but uh, Sold. I think you stroke it slowly. And, then <laughs> <laughs> and it just comes up by itself. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and everybody has to just stand back. So smutty tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we, got, we, we did in, watch a lot of miniskirts. We're in the 70s. That's where the smut began. What's this movie called? It is called The Super Inframan, a 1975 Shaw Brothers classic, which is... Ripped from Sentai. <laughs> Super Sentai. It's basically Power Rangers, Chinese Power Rangers. Yes. Or, or Power Rangers. And if it's, okay, if it's okay for Whitey to do it, it's okay for China to do it. <laughs> the Chinese did it first. The Chinese did it first. So why did you pick this one? Is this just on that list or that... That website? It is on the list. Uh, it's on several lists, actually. Remember you sent, me, sent us all the, the picture of the DVD cover and it was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. And we started researching some images like, okay, sold, <laughs> sold. My eyeballs got immediate diabetes when I saw it and I thought, holy shit, there's bright colors. There's a ripoff Superman S logo in there. And I thought, this is great. We could have some lasers. Considering that the one of the films that we recently did was like this solemn, like, Four dudes just being really sad all the time. And you didn't understand it, Sam. No, I didn't understand it. And the time's smaller too. The time is smaller behind me. So this is our second uh, kaiju film. Is it really a kaiju film? They don't. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, they grow. They, they do. There's, there's that one scene where they grow, which was reminiscent of Crank Two. Mm. They do throw. Somebody gets thrown onto a building, and I reckon if you throw somebody onto a bunch of buildings, it's a kaiju film. Yeah. All right, monster film. How about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Second, the first one being. Kaiju Mono. Kaiju Mono. Japanese. Which I think had mixed opinions from the crew here. I enjoyed it. I Just, liked it. It went a little long. That's it. It had expandable panties, which is always fun. Yeah. I appreciated that that was like the subplot is getting the material. That was good. <laughs> Pantsu. Because if you did have expanding expandable material like that, it'd be worth a fortune. Oh, incredible. I would buy that right now. Yeah. yeah. It's you called know. Elastic. <laughs> Step Not one that on. big. 
Step one underwear is the closest thing to uh, expandable underwear right now. Please support us. <laughs> sponsor us. I don't care if you sponsor us or not. I only wear step one because my junk is important. You've got till Friday to email us, otherwise it's going. <laughs> we'll replace it with your competitor. <laughs> Insert competitor here. Step, step two. two. <laughs> so, yes, Super Inframan starring the infamous uh, Daniel Lee, Danny Lee. Who, uh, funnily enough, was in uh, Battle Wizard. Yeah. Another Shaw Brothers special effects Super, extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. And another podcast by the Asian Action Cast you can listen to in our back catalogue. We actually have it listed twice because it was first uploaded in stereo. <laughs> That's right. I think it's actually... <laughs> That's up- fucking awful. I'm pretty sure if you downloaded it, isn't it uh, uh, Battle Wizard Mono? And yeah, you, that's a- the one you want. You want Battle Wizard Mono. You don't want us in stereo around your head like we're talking at you. You know what's funny is that Battle Wizard Mono and then we've got Kaiju Mono. Yeah, yeah. that's my joke. You stole it. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, but yes, uh, so ni- uh, Shaw Brothers were pretty inventive, I think, for the time. Branching out from their martial arts flicks that they normally do. Christian sort of made the comment that maybe it was a, a sort of a pilot for a series. I can kind of see that. Yes, because they had a lot of those shots where he turned into Inframan. It was kind of like a stock footage. They just replayed it. Mm-hmm. It's not like if you ever seen the old Wonder Woman TV series where she just spins. But it always, like, whenever she spins, it's not where, where she is. It's always in the same yeah. place as the, the beginning. Yeah. Or like alternatively, any of the shows this is stealing from. <laughs> yes. So, Danny Lee, is he uh, a bigger name? Is I've never seen any of his stuff before. You oh, said it was in... Um... Have you seen The Killers with uh, Chow Yun-Fat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the other guy. Oh, okay. So, he's, he's done quite a bit. I he's don't done know. some stuff. I don't think he's has that he been, active anymore. Has he been doing anything recently? I don't know. Yeah. Good looking guy, though. He peaked in the 70s. Yeah, with his super mullet. His hair is fabulous. Okay, so let's get it out of the way first. The hair is fantastic. (laughs) We're forgetting the elephant in the room here. Bruce Lee is in this movie. Yes, Bruce Lee is in this movie. A Bruce Lee. (laughs) A Bruce Lee. Do you know who this Bruce Lee is? Uh, I was looking at his name before. I don't have it on me. Bruce L.E. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. What's his Chinese name? Give give me half a second. He does look like a Bruce Lee uh, copycat. Everyone who cuts their hair in a bowl shape is a Bruce Lee copycat. Oh, just his martial arts. Like a lot of the moves that he was doing were um, very Bruce Lee-esque. Okay, Bruce Lee, his birth name is Huang Jian Long. Not even Not Lee. even close. Okay, Wong Kin Lung. It's nothing like Lee. Oh, wait, Long is like dragon, right? Uh, Maybe, I don't know. So he, he, he says he is active 72 to 94. Then 2014 to prison. So he took a big long break. He's like, Was he com- in prison? I'm coming back. <laughs> he, he, he might have been. He's, he's a director. He's a director and actor. Or so is also why he's got four fucking names. Apparently, Inframan was his first movie, too. Wow. AKA. Oh, Sam, he was in Sex and Zen. Sex and Zen. Oh, yeah. Also in. Uh, As Bruce Wang. Enter Another Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Enter Another Dragon. <laughs> also, Re Enter the Dragon. Oh, are these porn titles? <laughs> Are these related films? Like, is one the uh, sequel to the other? Also, there's one here just by the title we have to watch. And he directed this one called Ninja Over the Great Wall. Ninja Over the Great Wall. That's that's Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee film. (laughs) Lee Bruce. It was a passion project. Wow. (laughs) He wasn't the top build name in this film, but he is in it. And he's he's important enough that they go to like a single shot of him when there's a group shot. They go to a single shot of him throwing some punches. It's pretty good. But anyway. So, what's the basic premise of this film? Let's go to our plot correspondent, Mikey, or Mika Licka 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 Licka. <laughs> I don't know if I should answer that. <laughs> so, the idea is I gathered it was something between space aliens coming back to <laughs> Earth after escaping the last ice age or just being trapped underground since the last ice age. I didn't really quite understand that bit. But. There's a giant earthquake and they get released. You can, yeah, because their fossils are under the ground, right? So they yeah, kind of show up. Well, something like that. Well, anyway, the, the very first scene is a, a giant monster just slamming in front of that bus. Yeah. The very first scene is those children singing on that bus and that bus driver losing his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> like every, it's just proper acting, method yeah. acting. 
And the first use of really good special effects, which was the road caving away. Yeah, it was actually really good. We that was amazing. Figure out how they done it. So, Do you reckon it was a model? It must have been a it miniature. It must have been like a, a miniature, and then like with a extreme close up shot or something. You yeah. know those commercials for like freshly break bread, and they they pull it apart in the middle, and the steam comes up. Yeah, which is that? <laughs> just a croissant they pulled apart. Yeah. After they finish the shot, they just eat it. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, have you seen that crumpet bread that they have? Yeah, man, I bought some the other week. It was great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> crumpet bread. Crumpet yes. bread. Anyway, let's move no, on. No, I want to hear right. about this crumpet Welcome bread. Welcome to the Asian <laughs> crumpet bread cast. <laughs> yeah. Just, okay, in 20 words or less, explain this crumpet bread. It has got the consistency. It's got, you know, that porous nature of crumpet, 17, 18, but really small, 19, like small holes. You're out. Yeah. And it's very dense. Oh, and it's got that crumpet smell after you toast it. Yeah, tell me. And then what do you put on it? I just put some butter and some, <laughs> some honey on there. Oh. Yeah, I go classic, you know. Oh, and does it crisp up like a crumpet? Like a like the the like the crust, you yeah. know, the outer shell of a the bread. Oh, it, that actually Clean does get oil, that crispy. Sam. And then the ends, man, the ends are the best. The ends are crunchy as I'm well. I'm gonna put some sexy music under this. Yeah, man, it was oh, great. Baby. And what's it called? Uh, crumpet toast. Oh, yeah. oh it's crumpet toast. Crumpet bread, yeah. Crumpet oh, toast. Let's not fuck around. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yes, I, I recommend buying some. And crumpet bread, please um, sponsor us because yeah. Sam really, really likes it. He's only just heard about it. I'm going to get into that shit. <laughs> so about that plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might jump around a bit because the plot sure <laughs> does. A little bit. Anyway. Um, so these weird alien things start attacking Earth and... Um, some weird... I don't know if it's like a government organization or just some scientist who I'm lives sure in a, it's underneath the, the radar for some reason. The Scientologists. <laughs> and there's silver spandex you oh, know, man. kind of um, They're so suits. goddamn 70s. <laughs> they look like a cross between Evil Knievel and some scientists. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah, it and, does. And, and Navy officers. They've all got like... Oh, a, yeah, the epaulettes or yeah, something? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what kept making me kept thinking of weirdos who... Go, know, Speed Racer, go! Naval insignias on their weird yeah. religious-slash-scientific group. And and for some very reason, shiny. they report to the mayor, I gathered, at some meeting. Yeah, they? there was a table. Anyway, yeah, so... So, Go for it, Mike. Anyway, um, they're like tasked with taking down the the monsters, and the monsters are controlled by some shape shifting dragon. I want to call her, but dragon lady. Yeah. What was she- her name? Princess Elzebub. Elzebub. That's right. Hey, hey, can I just jump in here? This movie is set in 2015. Oh my god! It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's a period it's piece. Is it really? Where are my lights? <laughs> Well, hang on. Do we go through the trivia of this film or are we going to do that later? We'll do it after we finish it. The flop will take seven minutes if we let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> but we never do. That's I not will? The... No, no. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, go. <laughs> Back to whatever it was, the plot. So uh, they have to devise a way to fight the monsters. So the professor who leads the 70s cult um, happens, to, <laughs> happens to develop a, some sort of technology to create a human into inframan. By injecting them with some red liquid of some description. And then attaching a bunch of shit to his body. <laughs> yeah, transistors. Piling a pile of shit in his head. Yeah. It's uh, quite an interesting sort of, uh, I don't know, applying stencils on top of shots of film <laughs> stock. Yeah, they're like uh, static shots and they've just put like a uh, superimposed just like, like a... a... bad picture, like a, <laughs> yeah. like a almost cartoony picture a of predecessor bits. of GIFs and stuff. Yeah. It's great. So it gives them some nifty um, red... PVC <laughs> kind of vinyl uh, outfit with a bug eye thing. It's got, it's got a face on it. It's got like lips. The picture you just painted, Mike, I can see it so visibly. Red with Have you seen eyes. a Power Ranger? Yeah. Have you seen a 70s Sentai? You got the idea. It's got Power big Ranger, bug eyes. It's Sentai, got antenna. Same, same GIF. Exactly the same. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> from what happens from here is essentially the bad guys... Threaten the Earth, say, we're going to take it over. I'm going to enslave you. He makes this dude. The bad people know that, that this particular organization is the, going to try and stop them. So they start trying to kill the people in the organization. This guy, like, Inframan shows up, fights him. He essentially fights all of the cool-looking bad dudes, like in their cool outfits, one after the other until he beats everybody up. Boss levels. Uh, yeah, essentially boss levels. Uh, and I would really like a fighting game based on it. They're called... They're called ice monsters for some reason. Well, they they might have come out of ice. I think that's what uh, Michael was saying. From the ice age or some crap. Um, yeah, also, that's pretty much it. That's, that's pretty pretty what it is. It. Princess Elzebub has a, a servant called a witch eye. 
Oh man, and she is Pan's labyrinth thing all over the place. That's the chick with the eyes in her hand. That's right. Yeah. And she's got this like, uh, it's like a vest that's double-sided taped to her boobs. And there's like just empty space between yeah. the vest. I think we, it's I like think, a Madonna outfit, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's the seven, six minutes we need on the plot. Now we're going to spend yeah. 45 minutes talking about the costumes. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what this movie is. It's is costumes. A, there is a little bit involving like the little... the. The family, like the little girl. And yeah, there's a da- the, yeah. The daughter and they kind of get in there. The professor has a family. They one of them gets kidnapped. There's actually two scenes of tying, like kidnapping and tying up. And there's also a subplot of one of the guys that works for him getting brainwashed and having really dark under eye makeup. And this is so funny. <laughs> this is what Wait. happens when you go to work and you're brainwashed. That's by right, a boss. He gets taken to the uh, the evil lair and they brainwash him using this like laser into his face. And then when he comes back, his face is just all pale, but he's got these dark shadows and he just looks completely out of it. And everyone takes turns shaking his shoulders and going, where the fuck have you been? He's like, I just went for a walk. I've been walking everywhere. <laughs> and he looks, and, and they just let him walk around. Yeah. They don't take him to sick bay or nothing. He just, and he goes and steals some plans and then leaves. Yes. But he does have uh, the fantastic job of bringing a giant stick of dynamite. Yeah, that happens later. Yeah, that's later not on. the first bit, but he comes back. Yeah, they use him again. All right, so let's get this trivia done. You got some trivia, Sam? I got a little bit of trivia. The first thing I looked at was what other uh, contemporaries were out in Hong Kong or China at the time. And the only one that I could find of note was The Flying Guillotine. <laughs> well, that's not a bad film. No, it's not a bad film. And ain't this... No, that's right. But this is weird that there's no other films like this that even raised like is a everything mention. basically a Shaw Brothers film at that time anyway? Yeah, they were the biggest output studio. Flying Guillotine and in the fine back catalogue of the Action Asian cast. That's right. That we did do a podcast on that. A very it was big good podcast. in 75 in, in the States. It was um, Deer Hunter, wasn't it? No. The number one film in the States was Jaws. Oh. Uh, yeah. Both, both ship movies filled with a lot of rubber. One knows, one knows to hide it as much as possible, and the other one flaunts that shit like a motherfucker. Yes, and one of these films grossed a lot of money, and the other one did not. Aww. It doesn't really say, does it? It's a shame. No, it doesn't say what the gross is for the, uh, that movie. But Inframan, I mean, because it's so beloved, you'd think that it did reasonably well. That, and is I it beloved? It, 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 it smacks me of the cult. Yeah. Movie. Well, the internet no loves it. The, cinema. the internet loves everything. Mm. It's one guy <laughs> who has like 45,000 like spam accounts. You see this obscure movie? Oh, it's so have good. To watch it. If so, you haven't seen it, you don't know shit. <laughs> don't even talk to me. Your opinion means nothing. So apparently the costumes were sort of provided by the same company done a lot of the Toei films. Yes. From Japan. You can tell because Yeah, they look like them. And according to this, music from Ultra 7 and Mirror Man was used in the film. I don't know. I thought the music was a bit low and occasionally... That was the one thing I didn't like in this movie. Was yeah, the, the only bit was I liked crap. was that boat bit with the drums. There was mm. a bit of drums and it was... Is that because of the bullshit cut to the guys? No, no, no. no. I was actually already sort of jamming on it because it wasn't just that like weird orchestral kind of score. It was more jazzy. Mm. It and sounded that, like Gidget Goes Hawaii. Yeah, and, I like that know. kind of shit more. I like a bit of jazz funk. You did love that boat scene, though. Oh, man. Just just dragging shit on a boat. Can I check some more trivia? And this yes. is straight from Wikipedia here. So, <laughs> Reparable. Roger Ebert, the famous film reviewer, in March 76, gave it two and a half stars. Shit. It sounds like he gives everything two and a half stars. But later on, he's like, ah, I moved up to a three stars. <laughs> <laughs> he started off with a two and a half and he ended a three. You know what? I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you also, uh, you had another piece of trivia about it being something China's... Oh, according to this, it's like... Um, hang on, let me find it. Um, you could do this too. Check Wikipedia. Do, do, do. Give me a second. Yeah, you don't even need to listen to the podcast. Well, yeah, no, do, you do. do. <laughs> you do need to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Take those references out to Wikipedia. Hmm. I read somewhere that was like the first... Yeah. The film has historical importance because of the first superhero film set in Hong Kong. You could argue the first film promotion using a hot air balloon. Is it really set in Uh, Hong Kong though? It seems to be set around a satellite dish. The first (laughs) Shaw Brothers production using a storyboard. A storyboard? What storyboard? They actually wrote a story out? Because they had so many special effects, I guess. It sounds like we're given the plot and all that short shrift, but I mean, for me, this film is like nonstop from start to finish of crazy shit, wacky costumes and fun. That's what it, it is. It is a basic fucking plot. You boil it down, it's... I, this guy gets superpowers to fight some monsters because we need someone to fight monsters. And, con- and then he fights the fuck out of some monsters. I was confused whether this is for children or, or not because oh, normally yeah. you have, you know, really? 
all these little monster things. I don't know. It's, it's too sexy. Yeah, it's too a bit sexy too, a bit for too children. Sexy but for then kids. there's children in this. Why are there children in this? And they barely do anything. Because yeah. I always think of like these kind of, you know, the overdubs and stuff for like turns into children's TV afternoon programs. I could see it becoming a kids TV show, but I think the movie is a little bit too sexy. I think I don't cho- think I don't think in the seventies they cared as much. Yeah, as they might not. Very different back then. Yeah. Like I the only the only thing that would make me question if this was for children is a scene where uh, Witch Eye cuts gets her hands cut off. Yeah, no what, blood though. What what Prince Princess Easelbub getting her head chopped off five times in a row? Wasn't yeah, it? but she's not a woman at that point. She's a fucking monster. Yeah, <laughs> this reckon, would be like a, a teenager's sort of um, like thirteen. Yeah, this would be up. a PG. It'd be a PG film. Yeah, I wonder if they'd chop this up and have it redubbed as a, a TV show somewhere else. That would be hilarious. I would watch the English like a two-parter. Yeah. I want Pizza Cats that thing. Yeah, <laughs> just made their own plot. And Cut their own, cut it all up, and chop it all up, and put other footage. I think there's supposed to be English and German dubs of this as well. So. Oh, the German dub would be amazing. Oh. Scheiße, scheiße. <laughs> That's the only German word I know, guys. So. <laughs> Not Achtung. <laughs> Achtung. Oh. Mom, did you make a German shade video? <laughs> Dude, um, another reason I, I actually uh, more than the visuals and the poster that made me want to do this film is it's a fucking Chinese Sentai film. I'd never heard of that before. I was like, really? They did yeah, that? Yeah, I've heard about that Thai one. The Thai one? There's a Thai I'm pretty sure film? there's a Thai... Isn't there a Thai one that stole pretty much Ultraman? Oh, no. I, they I got the it. license and then they just kept making movies. They got the license once. <laughs> and then they just kept fucking churning them out. Oh. We'll have to look into that. Shall we stay tuned next week? <laughs> so, is there any more trivia of this film? Uh, I, I don't know that any of the other actors or actresses did anything other than Danny Lee. Bruce Lee, we've already gone through his back catalogue of films that he's done. Oh, I mean, Run Me Sure produced it, directed by Hua Shan. I mean, nothing much. Uh, there's no box office or anything. No. No, I don't think it performed like that anyway. well. This is a straight to VHS I think we're going to release. spend some time on the character design now. The character We don't design. usually do that in this, but that's kind of almost the point of well, these. Before we get into that, because that's probably going to take a, the bulk of our chat, is... I thought that the set design, the miniatures, and the special effects, like the practical effects, were all fucking amazing. I want to go... Yeah, there is that one bit... At, well, there's a lot of good bits, but there, uh, there's an amazingly specific and good scene when the earthquake's happening and there's mm. a fire going on and they have people in the city. It's not oh. just models. And I'm like, holy shit, that looks really good. Like, the city so, is on fire. The city is on fire. People are running around everywhere. The set is big enough to have cars and motorbikes going everywhere. They've burnt the fuck out of something. They couldn't, like, they might have forced perspective at it with people away from the flame, but there was foreground and background shots and they were all tight. So. I actually have a theory on that shot. I reckon what happened is the director actually watched what they'd filmed and then said, we're going to reshoot it, but we're burning and there's no, no evidence left of this whatsoever. It must be you cricket that night. <laughs> it must have been hot. But that, that just leading up to that scene before the fire starts, there's a bus that goes down, it falls down the Yeah, ravine. that's the thing, the very yeah. yeah, the very, very beginning. Awesome shot of the miniature bus, if it is a miniature bus, and like then they cut to the bus driver going, Oh no and uh, and then he explodes along with the bus and then everything catches on fire. I love this. Every the kids vehicle. get out, guys. The kids, kids get out, all right? Oh, yeah, that's right. There were kids on that bus. <laughs> they got off pretty quick. I don't know why the bus driver was like so slow to get out. Also, none of them wearing seatbelts. No, yeah. man, you don't have seatbelts on a bus. Or or it's, it's Asia. Don't no seatbelts. Not even here, man. There's no bus seatbelts on no a bus. Seatbelts. They're a hazard. There's um. There's a great scene where um. All the cars in this. If they even take a slight bump, they explode. Because <laughs> there's a scene where one of the monsters picks up a, a V dub and basically flips it on its on its uh, on its roof and <laughs> it just explodes. explodes. The guy driving goes, oh, and sort of. I better get out. This monster is lifting his car up off the off the road. He's kind of caving. There was a period briefly in this movie where I was, unless they mentioned Hong Kong, I was like, "This isn't Earth." <laughs> not Earth. Like not. I know it is because they say Hong Kong, right? Not Earth. But, as if, we but know if you it. T- yeah, not our reality. Because if you look at these weird dudes with their fucking space suits and like the way the world is, and people don't seem to be freaked out about monsters. Like, I was but like, the film convinced you that it was a different time and place. No, 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 no. It didn't convince me. It's just that that's the only thing that made any goddamn sense to me. That's right. Listen set, to okay, me. Let's, should we go into the sets and Smoke. the design? Smoke. Well, I mean, we, we, we'll be talking about, <laughs> before we move on, like costumes. 
like Rachel said, Evil Knievel meets fucking Mork and Mindy. <laughs> and and yeah. then rips his silver pants. <laughs> oh, in yeah, the a lot kicking. of I, wa- I kind of wondered if they'd done that on purpose because no. it only really happened after that, no, that monster, do right? You know what really took me out of this film? Like, this film is fantastic, right? As in, like, it's fantasy. What really took me out of the film is that everybody's carrying a gun. Like a gun gun. Not a laser gun. Like, yeah, like a Colt like, or something. Yeah, it was like, I said like the life aquatic with Steve Zizou. Everybody yeah, they're all has, wearing a uniform too. <laughs> yeah, t- everybody has a gun and they're shooting their guns. And I was like, so I, I, I'm looking at monsters. I'm looking at people shooting lasers. And then a gun, it just took me right out of the film. They also, you know, have Honda motorcycles. Well, the with Honda Hondas. day was covered up. Yeah. With black sticky tape. <laughs> that is true. Only in some of the shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or black future tape. Because they didn't have sticky tape back in 2000. Oh, 15. Also, yeah, in the future. <laughs> the professor's daughter rocking a good pair of uh, flares there. Smoking hot too. She's smoking. Yeah. She's so, wearing cardigans. Yeah. The, um, she the, looks like um, that guy from Scooby-Doo with an ascot. Oh, You're uh, talking about Fred. Fred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks like a female Fred. version of Freddy. What, what, how, why does she look like Fred? Wouldn't she look like him. Wilma? He's going for the next scarf thing. Oh. The ascot. No, Daphne. Daphne wears a... Uh, no, she wears a turtleneck. No, does she, she? No, she doesn't. Velma has a turtleneck. Daphne has a scarf that she wraps around and it's tied real tight. Yeah. Fred has a cravat, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. And a yellow cravat. And Shaggy's wearing brown corduroys. That's right. That guy's a fucking pimp. <laughs> <laughs> and Scooby, he doesn't wear no clothes. Uh, technically, he's got a collar. Scooby's on crack. <laughs> Running anyway, around, we, like, robbing we've, got to, we've banks. really got to focus in on the, the, the costuming and focus, the design. <laughs> You're the one who brought up something with this movie. Focus. So you definitely have it right. Steve's the the good guys wear a Steve Zizou, like Mork and Mindy looking fucking outfit. It's crazy. The monster design, they've got like five to seven main monster designs and then a bunch of mooks who are wearing motorcycle masks Skeletons. with skulls behind them. They're cool. Yeah, very, very cool. And horns. They reminded me a little bit, I don't know if anyone else is going to have seen it, but the Mystery Science Theater 3000 like MST mooks. Yeah. yeah, they've got some mooks that play music. It's they're kind like every of, mook, right? Like, they're like the putties from Power yeah, Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then they've got the more unique monster creatures, which are really kind of cool, most of them at least. Um so what do so we yeah. have, guys? So we have uh, so there's the guy with the drill hand and the clamp. We got the clamps. Oh, the, I love that guy. I was do, you want official, uh, do, you want, do you want official names here? Drill yes. mutant. Okay. I so, bet they're not as good so as that. Outside before. of the demon princess and witch eye, there are skeleton ghosts, which are the mooks. Yep. There is fire dragon, spider monster, plant monster, mutant drill, long haired monster, and iron armor monsters, which is the uh, our guys. names are way better. Yeah, we're All using right. our own names. All right, but that, that's pretty plain, isn't it? Yeah, we've got Mr. Clamp. <laughs> he looks like a bunch of concrete with a drill in one hand and a clamp in the other. And he's got a perpetually kind of shit, shitty looking face because he obviously can't move the mouth or anything. Yeah. And he walks around just upset at everybody. <laughs> he walks with this kind of swagger, like this strut almost. He's like, oh, kind of like, I got bad knees. Yeah. Uh, then then you have, uh, I think probably my favorite is that Tick Spider-Man. He's red. He kind of looks a bit oh, yeah. like a crab. With yep. a mustache? Yeah. No, 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 no. The, the one that turns big. The he's one that, that the spits, red one. spits acid and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's like a... He looks like a... They say, I guess that's a spider one in your list there, but he looks more like a tick to me. Yeah. And he's actually pretty good at kung fu. So, well, fighting at least. That's the other thing. This movie's like 75% fighting. It's not great. There's a lot of fighting. But there's lots of like lasers and bad... I mean, they can barely see, I'm assuming. So there's the punches and kicks are not great, but they're still pretty good. One of the things that we were afraid of was that they were going to replace Danny Lee, who plays Ultraman, mm-hmm. replace him with a Japanese or, or other stuntman. Well, they might have used a different stuntman, but we thought they were going to replace him with a Japanese Sentai actor or something like that. Yeah. But then as soon as he started doing his fighting, it was like, nope, just Chinese Kung Fu. Yeah. Or at least it looked like Chinese. Except, Kung Fu. you know, with the lasers. Yes. That, well, that's the, that's the 37th weapon of the Shaolin. <laughs> <laughs> See Jet Li trying to get that Thund- Thunder fists <laughs> 38 <laughs> uh, Lethal kick Yeah 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 So, so um, They've also got What else have they got So they got the, the tick guy he, he That's the one kaiju sort of scene He grows big And then Like Inframan can grow big too And they have a big fight Yeah And eventually he kills them By going their power, power lines I tried to I yelled out when we were watching I was like Tick dude don't turn big near the power lines. <laughs> That's how they got Godzilla. 
Just get out of there, man. Yeah, I, I didn't get a Godzilla homage this. <laughs> well, I didn't know whether they were going to grow. I, I, I guess that's a, uh, like I also a staple. Like, I like how Inframan seemed confused that he could do it. He was like, oh, I, I can grow big too. I, yeah. Yeah, he saw him grow and, and after... He didn't do it straight away, no. though. He waited. Well, by that point, he'd been Inframan for, Inframan for what? Half a day? Yeah, man. Oh, I can do this? What was crazy to me was... So, the professor... Makes Inframan in the lab. Yes. And, uh, and then essentially, uh, Danny Lee turns into Inframan. And there happens to be like a opening in the ceiling for Inframan to fly out of. Uh-huh. Um, but then as he flies out, every person in the field yells out, Inframan! I assume that he's been working on Inframan, the concept of Inframan, for a long time. And he wouldn't uh, shut up about it, am I right? <laughs> That's fucking right. <laughs> So it was more they were surprised he was actually he came to fruition. Yeah. Like, oh god, he did it again. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking fine. Everybody cheer, he'll make us do it again. <laughs> Inframan? Oh, Inframan. Uh, you also have the plant guy. He's probably my favorite design. He buries himself in the into the ground and then starts destroying stuff by growing like tentacles out of the ground. Reminded me a little bit of Evil Dead. Yeah. I didn't realize that he was like a plant-based monster because I thought he was more like an octopus. Slime yeah, he has like, he's like green. He has a skull it's for a like face. like a swamp thing kind of yeah. yeah. I did not think that it was like vines or plant, which is essentially what he ended yeah. up being. There's a, there's a monster that's um, basically like lots of hair and he's got horns and he shoots lasers out of his horns and he has the most spectacular death in the entire movie. What, what was the sound effects he kept making? He had like special weird sound he effects. He did. I can't like every time he moved. High, high, pe- high, high pitched something. Like a whiny kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> he was also always dancing around and it reminded me of a Muppet. He didn't last very long though. No, no. He made he, a big grand entrance and just kind of died. He just blew up, blew up in the lake. He didn't fight fight. He didn't punch or kick. He just had great lasers. He was pretty like um, mobile. His arms, he had like cool weird motions. Yeah. He didn't look like one of those Muppets from Fraggle Rock. Just dance around? Maybe. Right. I don't know. It just gave me that vibe. His head was weird because it looked like it was sucked into... in Into his in, own mouth? Like inverted, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess kind of make him look a bit creepy, right? But you didn't they see look- it very well at any point. It was very hidden by the hair. I guess um, if you looked at it too much in high resolution, you're just like, that's a shit costume. <laughs> and the next one was Senor Mustache. <laughs> Senor Mustache. What do you think? What is he supposed to be? He looks like kind of like a statue. Yeah, that's what I thought. It looks like yeah. some Balinese or Chinese god or something come to life. He, had a he was a fire eight, one, right? He was yeah, a fire he was one. On that spat out the fire. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty it's lame actually. Fire. After fighting the laser dude, laser dude had fucking lasers all over. The fire dude was like, "I'll show you my power," and then he's like, and it went like six feet. It was pretty cool. Lame. Effect. I was like, "Wow, that's fire coming out of that dude's mouth." Yeah. He's like. I'm going to show my power. Six feet. Now I'm really going to concentrate my power. Seven and a half feet. <laughs> his real skill, his real skill was doing the robot thing. Yeah, no, it wasn't the robot. It was way smooth. His real skill was being in the background of a bunch of shots, <laughs> just slowly dance and slow dancing with himself the whole time. In dramatic shots. Yeah. <laughs> They're having a serious conversation. He's just in the background kind of doing his wave. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. There was like they were all, uh, they were all fighting game characters uh, in idle animation. <laughs> like if you're listening to this and you're old enough to remember there was a, a weird time in the early 90s where it was a bunch of sound activated like plants and coke cans that would dance yes. to music it was kind of like him just doing that <laughs> also in that lair they had this giant like pink and green like spiral in the background that never moves or anything no it no just it's just psychedelic it's only literally for her to sit in front of because uh, I thought if your guy moves then maybe it'll look like it's moving also but anyway no <laughs> hey, this set is free we're going to use it the set yeah that set was awesome there was like moving platforms and neon everywhere lights and, and, and buttons tra- trapped all with lava down there <laughs> acid it- in the water it had dragons and skulls and, and dragons coming <laughs> through skulls it was essentially the snake snake mount from He-Man <laughs> crossed with 1970s discotheque crossed with lab with Lopan's lair yeah yes crossed with Dr. Evil's one yeah. you know what there was one scene that genuinely surprised me when they're having a big melee fight at the end and uh, I think Scott you said that guy's going to fall into the acid pool. <laughs> and I was like, that would be cool. And then when he landed in the acid pool, it exploded. <laughs> Did not expect that. I was like, that is attention to detail. We didn't finish the guys. There's two more left. There's uh, they're the Slinkies, the Brothers oh, Slinky. The, the Brothers Slinky. Wasn't there another one as well? Uh, 
The well, dragon it, itself. That would be the dragon. Yeah, dragon. I was thinking. I fucking thought that. You're was not thinking one. of Eye Princess, are you? No, I thought there was another one that was out in the field at one point or another. Doing what? Know, fighting people. <laughs> one of them I thought was like camo camo grimace, but I think that was Clamp Drilgo. Yeah, I think I might have. I think I might be mistaken because there might have been him in another shot where he wasn't. Didn't seem like he was the same color. Yeah. I feel like they missed an opportunity. You know, have all the monsters turn into like a Voltron kind of thing. No. Oh. And and then. Uh, Inframan grow big and have a little fight like that. Don't suggest Voltron. I was really hoping that he, that Inframan would actually have a vehicle or that he'd have a team. But he had that sick motorcycle. Oh man, so many sick motorcycles, so many sick motorcycles. Uh, Decent uh, motorcycle stunt. That guy gets that fucking tire in his chest. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Danny Lee's actually riding that motorcycle. Yeah. He's doing uh, like the, the brakes. The one and thing stuff. that was funny was yeah, Danny Lee was the only one not wearing a helmet. Well, he had that great hair. Like, yeah, the hair flowing up. out, and it was quaffed. It was quaffed as he was going driving along. You know, it was it was like he was leading his very clean cut motorcycle gang. Out of place. <laughs> he was a very pretty man. Where the he hell is Satan? He's out of Bakersfield. <laughs> so, so should we talk about the set design? So we talked about the monsters. That is definitely the star of the show: the monsters and a couple of the effects. Uh, the design of the princesses, the like Elzebub. She's a de- uh, dragon in one form, but in the other form, she's kind of like 1970s sexy miniskirt. One hand has a dragon head on it with a whip which is her main weapon coolest fucking thing um, ever. metal brazier essentially to protect the nipples one of the thing about these all the, the female blonde protagonists <laughs> yes. you know antagonists blonde. whatever the yes. bad, bad one they all wear knee high boots and oh, thick yeah. platforms too I remember seeing uh, the princess one with the hand eyes, the eye hands, the pan's labyrinth shit yeah. I wish yeah she um, I wish I she had some great boots like she had some fantastic boots. They were go go as fuck. She's actually four foot seven, but when she puts them on, she's five foot three. I wish they had a dance number in this movie. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it would have, actually would have suited it. Yeah. Well, there was that mustache have, monster. Have we watched uh, Shaw Brothers musical yet? No, <laughs> actually, no, we have. I don't know. There's much action in a Shaw Brothers musical though. Oh no, we haven't watched it. I don't think we watched a musical could... musical, but did we? Did, did we watch Come Drink? One of them that we I watched had like Come six fucking musical numbers in it. Yeah, is that a Shaw Brothers like Come Come Drink with me? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I reckon if we saw, I just get banana splits vibes if they started doing that. What? What was that? That's all. What like kind the, of banana splits were you watching? That, that's all. Just move on. All right. <laughs> I thought we were going to start. Just a whole let's song just cut dance. that. All right. <laughs> oh, we're all good when I do the bong 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 song. When I try something new, it's like get fucked, Sam. We only like your old shit. <laughs> Can you sing the Shaw Brothers intro? <laughs> the Shaw Brothers. I don't, it, do, they have, do they have a theme? Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> it's only on the intro to this podcast, right? Yeah, I think so. Is that the Shaw Brothers theme? The, uh, yeah. the drum, the drum roll. That could a- be the and intro, the, and the rest of it. No, that's Head Over Heels from Commodore 64. Anyway. <laughs> so, the other th- I guess the only other thing to really talk about is a couple of different scenes in here that are ridiculous. <laughs> and the set design. Mm. And there's only really two sets, two and a half sets. That's true. There's the main um, lab mm-hmm. for the good guys and then there's the evil lab, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't there's the outside with perfect. the skulls and bones. It's perfect for the toy companies. Yeah, you've got the good guys base, the bad guys base, Snake Mountain. Snake yeah, Mountain. you got the pit of slime that they can drop in. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like He-Man now. Yeah, Holy that's shit. what it is. It's yeah. toys, it's Sentai toys. I'm having a look to see if there's Inframan toys. <laughs> I if there was only one movie, there's not probably not going to be toys. Well, is there much merchandise in Chinese films? I, I don't think of any merchandise taken off. I feel like this is what Shaw Brothers wanted to do, though. They probably wanted to... They saw that tasty, tasty, like, Japanese toy <laughs> money, and they were like, fuck, I want in on that. Did Shaw Brothers make any films after this? That might be a good indication of whether or not. Yes, lots. No, I'm talking about, <laughs> did they make any of these? Fuck yeah, they did. <laughs> Holy shit. What, really? You're kidding me. Yeah. They're still getting bankrolled by it today. Satsu, Satsu toys with Super Inframan. No Play. way. Oh, Jesus, look, there's an Inframan. <laughs> it's even got his fucking comb over. It's so cool. <laughs> is that a custom or is that an official toy? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I can see them whipping up a couple just is for the a, fuck of it. There's like lots of big big boy toys, like, you know, all the like Donnie Yen figurines and stuff. It, oh, like it, that. Feel, it feels more like, you know, the film got cult status, so they made cult toys. No, no I'm, 
if 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 there's toys, it's it's probably period particular. It's probably from the period because they they would. Nah, these look too good to be really? from the period. Yeah, All right. these are after the fact. So these these are probably like collectibles. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that I wouldn't say I don't think they brought a range of like shitty toys. Because then I wondered if if it was actually was also a Japanese character, but they called him you know Chinese Superman, Chinese so, Superman. so they could use it in Hong Kong, and yeah. then and then they have their ja- own Japanese version. Now I I just did a search on monsters uh, from Inframan, <laughs> and uh, there is a monster. I'll show you the picture, and oh. I'll describe it. The name of the monster is Oily Maniac. <laughs> The oily maniac, and he is just a dude that is green and oily. And holy shit, I'm going to find out what movie this guy is in, and I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Oily maniac 2. That is my new handle now for all uh, online. (laughs) The oily maniac. I don't think you should. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. I'm I'm almost certain there's a cult, another cult film called the, what's he called? The oily mangler. Oh. And it's it's kind of gross. You probably don't want to. You probably don't want to yourself associated with that. Oh, really? Yeah. No, it's the Greasy Strangler. Sorry. Oh, oh no. This is oh, totally that's different. pretty far yeah, away. I think you're fine. Different words altogether. Yep. Syllables and everything. Yep. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up a scene where the professor is in negotiations with Princess Izzelbub because she has kidnapped his daughter. And she says, come to my lair at noon tomorrow. And the monsters escort him on a boat. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> come this with is the us. bit I was talking Rawr. about with the music. Describe the boat. The, the boat is just a regular sort of, I don't know, like you've seen, like a reasonably it's sized a, boat, but yeah. it's like a, a pleasure cruiser to a degree. It's not super... It's not a dinghy. It's a, it's de- a, ding- it's a decent nautical vehicle. Yeah, exactly. But a it's fishing a, vessel. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a decent fishing boat, right? It's like something that your wealthier uncle has. And um, maybe you, if you've spent and the money. And they blinged it up. And they blinged it up by putting dragon shit all over it. They put this giant paper mache dragon on the front. And they put spoilers on the back for whatever reason. Bone spoilers. Bone spoilers. And uh, and a giant dragon flag because they need a flag for their country. That's right. And the other thing that they do, though, is they have this shot of the the people together on the boat as they're they're coming in. So it's got one of the ghost, ghost skull ghost guys. It's got the professor in the middle, and it's got uh, the clamp guy on the on the other side of the professor, and they just look like they're having a great time. <laughs> awkward, <laughs> an awkward pair. Yeah, and and the the ghost dude's the one who's driving. The mook's driving, and he's just got one hand down at the bottom of the steering wheel. He's not even really paying any attention. <laughs> having a conversation. I, so you like fishing? <laughs> and, then, and then when they stop at the island, they get off. One of those mook guys actually helps the professor out of the boat. I was like, if you're the enemy, why would you help yeah, him? He's he's shove him the boat, trip over. There's a shot of uh, the the clamp guy jumping off the boat onto and he concentrates so hard <laughs> he can't see shit and he does this hop lands stumbles a bit and he's like i would love to see if there's any outtakes from this movie eh? if there were the thing is if there was if if there was another take and he fell in that suit would be fucked <laughs> It would be wet. You think about it, most of the outtakes are probably in the film because there's how many like strings you can, yeah, wires yeah. you can see in this film. Yeah. Legit, like shocking moment number 12. The most shocking moment in this film for me was when Inframan jumped into the water. I was like, you borrowed that suit <laughs> from the Japanese production company. You're in a helmet, you're underwater. And I thought, holy crap, that suit is wrecked. And then the next shocking moment was when the monster jumped into the water. I was like, this, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Shocking moment when giant... Infinite money to spend. Giant Inframan squashes one of the monsters and all the green goo comes out. Oh, oh, that was yeah. so good though. It's like a big juicy bug that he steps on <laughs> and it's just like shit squirting everywhere. Full of like Nickelodeon gack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shocking moment number 26 was when uh, one of the uh, good guys in the lab, he falls over and he's struggling to reach the lever and there's holes in his pants. <laughs> Oh, so many rips in his pants. So many ripped pants. My, my thing with the lever, right? <laughs> he's struggling to get this lever and he comes back after he escapes from the plant and pulls the lever and all it does is it switches a light down to his Why have you got a hidden lever to switch a light down to I think that light had something to do with... No, the lever had something to do with power. Don't know. They need power to make all it. All it did was freaking little... It's the biggest video game lever, like a chrome... Bar and a giant red. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> I think it's even covered by a, like a protective, it's like, like a protective, like emergency. In, in case of emergency, pull this lever. <laughs> or if you're talking uh, shitty equipment, what about that sensor that um, what's his what's that zombie face guy 
uh, has to find the safe. Oh in yeah, the dark. yeah. It just looks like he was trying to find a signal. I was like, huh? Why did you just look for a safe? Just turn the light on. When he leaned, he leaned <laughs> on the safe for a second, and it almost fell in. It like collapsed a little bit, and it's like. <laughs> yeah, you said turn the light on, Scott, and I was like, maybe that little sensor tells him where the light switch is. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I um. The, I, the, one of the sorry to cut you off, but one of the rare rooms where isn't like a million lights flashing on and off. Yeah, <laughs> one of the only enough. rooms in the whole movie. Uh, and it was shameful for it. <laughs> there are the required family members who get kidnapped or put in danger twice that the inframan has to save. Um, they addressed it very I, well. I, I felt kind of bad because I was hoping that the little girl would get like kidnapped or blown up or something. She didn't do <laughs> anything. She's too pouty. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go the other way. I was actually hoping that her, because she's the professor's daughter, yeah. and she's all like, I want to be the inframan. I'm cool. I was like, I was really hoping at the end of the movie they were going to have her be like Bionic 6 motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, like you she find yeah. his helmet or something. And like then yeah. yeah, I really wanted this to come, become a, like a group thing by the end of it, like I, a, like a yeah. bunch of them. Like Shazam. I, I think brainwashing was underrated because only one person ever got brainwashed. Oh, yeah, there should have been more brainwashing. They tried. They tried <laughs> to shoot people with lasers. The, the great the thing about brainwashing, this is how they do it. They strap the guy in a chair. She pulls this massive gun out, laser. It's on a... Shaped like a dragon sort of head. head and she uses the horns and she fires it straight in the guy's face. <laughs> it's just... The, how do you brainwash people? Shoot him in the face. <laughs> with a laser. Sam. Yes. Can you, can you indulge me and sing the Bionic 6 theme song? No. That, you know what? Damn it. The show itself was pretty average, but I love that theme song. Love that theme song. Do it. No. Bionic, Bionic <laughs> 6. <laughs> I tried to stop it. Thank you. Wish granted. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's a couple of other things we should probably hit. The, after that guy is brainwashed and when he's walking around, he does this thing like three or four times where it sh- does a still image of him and they put up like green over his eyes and it yeah. fucks people up for no reason as far as I can tell. Yeah. Like he looks at them and they... And it's a still image of his face with green eyes and they fall over. <laughs> and I don't know why. I feel like for every scene like that where you go, oh, that's not a great effect. There's a, another couple of scenes where it's like, man, that's a pretty good effect. Yeah. It's not about it being bad or a good effect. It's just ridiculous. The guy just falls over for no reason as far as I can tell. Green, I eyes, green eyes. I don't know if I've laughed this much in a straight-ish movie. Yeah, it's straight-ish movie. It's not played for laughs, but it is pretty funny. <laughs> There's, I don't know why Inframan has to fly everywhere, like even to the same spot that he started transforming in. The only time they didn't do that when he transformed was when he was getting rid of the dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have time to fly. <laughs> he just went straight up. Because yeah. he so flew when he took the dynamite we, we to, up through the roof. We need to comment on the Inframan transformation because you see it several times, but it's usually it's the same shot and he does seven backflips and then flies <laughs> horizontally. I think you're also forgetting where they... they uh, Rachel could, pro- Rachel could probably help me with this because I don't know the term for it and she's more arty than I am. But <laughs> they um, they sh- have, a, have a still picture of him and then they alter the color. It's they- a bit like a duotone or something. Yeah. I don't know, cycling through them, I don't know. Dif- different like color types. It gives you a yes. seizure. <laughs> yeah, almost. It's, it's not as bad as like Sailor Moon, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Give me that it's CPU a bad warhole over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chicken soup. Chicken soup. Just, All right. the, just the shot, the one shot of him flying. It's like, why? Is it? Where is he going? Where is he flying to? He's sta- and he's only like a meter away from the bad guys. It's like, fly! So we're, all over, we're really all over the place on this movie because it's kind of all over the place. It's very basic. It's mainly fights. There's a couple of special moves that I think we need to call out, like lethal kick. And, uh, and, solar and, beam. Th- and yeah, solar beam and thunder punch. Yeah. Uh, they're all ve- like a cock punch. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're all very important, and the fighting is actually not bad. Like the hand-to-hand fighting is pretty good, and the special moves are pretty good. And him when he's fighting those slinky bros, that's pretty fun. Um, There's a great scene where um, he's chasing the the dragon lady. She jumps into this like part of a castle dragon dragon's mouth. And the sound that she makes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he goes to chase after and then he gets, she gets the, ice breath. The wrong sound effect. Yes. It's a bit ridiculous. I want to, I want to talk about the, uh, the... Because their faces are all covered in shit, they can't really see what they're doing. No. Um, but they're still agile as fuck because they're wearing spandex. So they're jumping around doing all these flips and shit. And you notice whenever they do a fight... 
you see lots of big arm movements. Yeah, they're trying to catch each other's arms because yes. they don't necessarily know where they are. Because they can't see, but they're surrounded. So they usually feel for each other's bodies with their arms and then they'll do like a move or whatever. And then he'll do like a roundhouse kick or something, just big like windmill arcs. Yeah. And then I guess people just kind of see some shadow moves and so they jump around. It's, it's, it looks really cool. And then he does a lot of flips. There's a lot of backflips in this film. Yeah. Clearly not done by Danny Lee because they never show his face. I feel like like in the same way in Black Mask, a lot of people fall down at the same time. In this yeah. film, a lot of mooks, skeleton guys just go, oh, and kind of fall down. Considering what it is, the, the cinematography, uh, so the uh, uh, choreography. choreography, sorry, is actually not too bad. No, um, it's all right. Yeah. For a- it's good. Like most of the things in this movie are better than average. Yes. I feel like there's like maybe seven shots of people going crazy on the wires and it, it looks off it's like I've went the wrong way flying but it's like ah I can forgive it there is a few scenes where people get ratcheted onto like the side of a building when they get hit and uh, they just kind of and so many reverse shots yeah. of people like you know jumping backwards and then they rewind it and they play it backwards the other way so many done da- well though Danny's Lee, Danny Lee, Lee's one the one where he falls was it fall out from the skull or something he actually acts it in reverse. Yes, but that was really that was actually quite a long shot. Like it goes for maybe four or five seconds. So he had to jump down from the skull, roll backwards, and do like a leap roll or something because that's how he ends up. And you don't know it's a reverse shot until he gets to the top of the skull because it looks natural. Kinda, it, yeah, that, that it looks natural all up until that point. The transfer we watched of this movie is really good too. I think like almost too good. Like it needs a little bit. Because all the lasers and things just look, literally look like drawings mm-hmm. on top instead of looking like fuzzy things or something. That's the problem though with like increased definition and stuff. You got that uncanny you, valley. Yeah, you lose a lot of a lot of a lot of mistakes are hidden by by VHS scan lines and low mm. resolution and whitewashed everything. <laughs> yeah, like as as we were talking, we talked about the one of the other movies we watched fairly recently, and that I was watching it on 4K. And I could see a lot of stuff that you guys couldn't see. I felt like this movie sort of suffered from that. It's too clear. Pitch is too clear, man. I didn't watch this on a phone, so I was able to pick up a lot. <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, 1975. Pull your act together. So the next time I'll put like some sheet in front of the TV <laughs> yeah. so you can't see it as well. I'll just rub Vaseline into our eyes. <laughs> I, I, you know what they need to do? They need to do what uh, video games do when they remaster something or put it out. An old game, they need to be able to give you the option to put scan lines on or like CRT blur. Did I actually say, have the authentic experience. <laughs> Did you say pull your act together? What? 1975. You said pull your act together. My, that's, the, that's the wrong phrase. I don't know what you I said. You have my act. Oh, don't make me listen to this <laughs> and again. And my right? bow. Um, Wait, that's the other way around. <laughs> so, we, you know how we normally do that, oh, what stunt would you do? Let's change it up. Sam, what monster do you want to be? <laughs> it's oh. too early. We haven't finished talking too early. yet. Do do this at home. Keep, keep that, that one. Later. What monster funny. do you want to be? Do do. All the fucking shit's out the window I wanted, tonight. I wanted to say that yep. although there's a lot of explosions and a lot of fireworks in there, there's still not enough explosions. No, yeah, I wanted the explosions to be bigger. I wanted more it explosions. pretty big. Whole to be fucking more city was on fire. They were, they were more, more powdery. And more smoky. What I actually had a f- thought that maybe... the Because a lot of the explosions are red tinted. I had a th- and they're usually when they're getting punched or kicked. I had a thought that it might they might not be explosion though. I thought they might try and to be explosive blood spray. It's like flares. Yeah, like off. it's weird. It's a weird look. I quite liked it, but it was that explosion with the uh, onesie guy with the hair in the pond mm-hmm. was fucking huge because yeah. it is a real pond and it's creating actual proper swell and waves. And that one, the explosion at the end when they actually blow him up, yeah, was so big. It was the one where the biggest one in the center of the pond where it goes up and something comes down. I don't know yeah. if it's water or something yeah. else. It's huge. It was a really big explosion. Poor Inframan. Lucky he was shielded by his bionic body. Yeah, he's. Oh, we didn't actually explain what his powers were. He's like a superpowered creature, dude. He's a robot man, and he's what is he immune to? Heat. Yes. Everything but water, ice, water. Oh, yeah, like yeah. really cold. He's only that's the, his only weakness is really cold shit. Yeah, it's a really cool scene. Seeing as we're not going to pick a monster, um, there's a really cool scene yet <laughs> where like ding, 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 ding. he's frozen, and then there's a flashback <laughs> of his of the guy creating him going. Um, if you ever frozen, use five uh, fire bombs because he's got these like ten darts on his abdomen, and they're like what are they, rockets, little mini rockets. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose he throws them on the ground, and then you just throw all this heat up. And, he, and there's a really cool scene where all the ice evaporates off him. There's like eraser lines going, yes, there. it is. I reckon it's a, it's a static shot of him covered in white shit. And I reckon they probably painted it after the fact. 
Yeah, they just erased it with a pencil. It's the same as the <laughs> teleporting, which is from one screen to another Oh, yeah, screen. that's cool. They had teleporting in this for some fucking... Un- they, they didn't need it. It wasn't but needed. But it looked pretty wicked because it wasn't just like Star Trek where you like just appear. It's like they had two shots. So one is them over there and then they appear in another spot. But as they appear, the other, the other person gets, gets goes away. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Actually, this, this was the thing about this film. It did actually surprise us in a lot of ways because just when you thought you figured it out, they threw something else at you. Might might not have been the right, or might have given the wrong effect that they wanted to. Might have given us a laugh, or it might have been, oh, that was impressive. But it did sort of keep you on your toes with it in that aspect. There was one bit actually that surprised me, which is uh, when all the action kind of stopped and they go to the kids, and Scott's like, "What the hell? Why this lull?" And Nathan said, "Don't worry about it. Even I'm not bored yet." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it must be a good thing. That was literally the only real pause in the action for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So I was like, yeah, give him three minutes to put this family that's obviously going to get kidnapped or killed. <laughs> Toilet break. I love though whenever, because uh, he does have a theme song. Inframan has this theme song and it's terrible. And uh, he was riding, he, usually it's played when he's riding his motorbike with his entourage of like Steve Zissou followers. <laughs> And they show off under the scene and he's just riding this motorbike through crowds and uh, people getting pulled, like yanked off the bikes by the, uh, the putties. And uh, I think at one point somebody does like a double kick into somebody off a bike. Yeah. And yeah, and it's Danny Lee. Like he's the one actually coming off of this bike. That's why he was hired. Can you jump off a bike? Yep. All right. <laughs> I will do anything for didn't, money. Didn't the like the spider tick guy at that point smash two dudes off those bikes as well? Yeah. Yeah. Which would be hard to do because you probably couldn't see very well. You know, it's one thing about this. Like, the first two monsters sort of get a bit more airtime. The rest of them are sort of phoned in. Like, one gets blown up pretty quickly. The After the giant kaiju fight and he squashes a bug, like, the the fire guy sort of gets, like, half the time. And then the, the two extendo guys, they're in the last fight scene, but you don't really see much of them. Nah, they pop around. They do a couple of gags. Like, they bounce on their heads a bit. And they get their slinky arms and heads kind of wrapped around a pillar. Yeah, and then, and then that's how uh, Inframan actually beats them is he gets all their slinky bits all crossed up against each other and then they sort of fade into a red... Yeah. Like, I don't know. That, that was they, a real bad effect. Why don't they all explode? I don't understand. Like, that one didn't explode. Yeah, some yeah. of them... They kind of turned red and disappeared. Yeah, I was like, But we know that, that that is the death touch for a slinky is getting it wrapped up. Yeah. You can't untangle it. No, it's Just it's throw done. it away and buy a new one. It's the only thing that's more untangleable than Nathan's course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I did want to spend a little bit of time on the some of the moves that he does so he has a, like a and I, there's one re- so he's fighting the bad uh, Elzebub at the yes. end and he, she's turned into a dragon and he has a move which is essentially throwing blades he throws blades and he cuts her fucking head off like five times <laughs> in a row in a row she just grows a new head back every time It's great. And all the five heads are still on the floor. Some of the gags go for a bit long and that's one of them. Yep. And then, But the other great thing about that scene is literally it's just the suit being cut because there's, it's hollow. Yes. And I'm like, you could have filled it with something, guys. Just, just fill it with some blood or pass or something. Mm. Or just have it like... just. That was like the only just, thing it didn't bleed. Yeah, it was It was weird. like custard blood earlier and stuff Well, that like was that. from the vine monster. But oh, when yeah. they cut witch eyes, her arms off... Um, she that didn't, didn't bleed, bleed either, either. Yeah. but she just went to hell apparently they're not people really <laughs> she, she bounced off the bottom oh, I love that shot when they, they there's a trap door that falls into lava and uh, they've had they had like um, killed one of the 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 mind control guy before yeah they were like show, just we're, to show we're evil. the lava's down there we'll show you haha watch him die and then then the witch eye they knock her down and they do the long shot of her falling and then suddenly they go you know what we need a super close up of her face for five ah, seconds dunk. And then we also need to hit the side. She also hits the side really hard. (laughs) It's not just the fact that they cut from like the wide shot to the the close up. They cut the sound from the wide shot to the close up of her go. So it's like, ah, ah, ah. Cut back. I don't know why, but this just popped in my head because of that. There's a scene in the beginning where um, I think it's a Bruce or Dan, one of them saving uh, a a child from the fire, picks it up in his hands and jumps over the the railing and it's clearly (laughs) a doll. Yes. Just before he jumps over the railing though, before they cut, it's clearly a real child. So it's a real kid because it's real fire. 
I was like, he's gonna kill that kid. Dangerous. Yeah. That's Shaw Brothers, baby. It's 1975. Life is cheap. <laughs> Stunt men are cheaper. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, I, do we have anything else to say about this film? It's oh, pretty great. Super, his super kick. Yeah, you guys say that. Oh, yeah, it's moves. He's going through his moves. Okay, moves. moves. So we did the laser did the hand. Laser. He's got he's got punches that actually fly off of his hands. Yeah. Thunder punch. Thunder, Thunder punch, punch. That, and then they return. And he has a solar solar beam or solar, solar beam ray. that comes out of there as well. And he has lethal kick. Lethal kick was the one that he used to take out the Yeah, he, he only figured much. that out in the last fight sequence and then he kills like four dudes with it. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps like he jumps, puts his feet forward and they're sparkling. Yeah, it's it looks like it should like actually like be in rocket, reverse. It looks like, like it should rocket be rocket boots, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, rocket boots. Yeah. But he's actually facing the enemy with his feet and he just slams into him and they usually die. Hey, he can also fly. I'll send you guys the link, but um there's a, a blog called Hong Kong Movie Tours. And they do behind the scenes photos of movies, and there's a bunch of behind the scenes photos of Super Inframan. Oh nice. So Listeners, just look up Hong Kong Movie Tours Blogspot and you'll see these photos, but I'll send you cool. guys this link. It's, it's cool, pretty cool. He can grow. Yeah, he gets big. Yeah. I he's, think got we, the, he's got like a, a red light in the middle of his forehead, which... Is only like, works he, when he's been frozen. When he's cold. Or it's his infrared thing too. Or is that just his eyes? Is that when oh, somebody yeah, presses like a remote next to him? see through <laughs> yeah, walls and stuff. He also has vision. an antenna. He can listen to things, but that only happens once. Well, he yeah. looks he like has an antenna. Yeah. 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 All right, anyway. he's he's a he's badass. He's pretty badass. <laughs> he's... That was me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Battery low, no bars. I like I like Christian's idea though. Which monster would you be? You go on, Sam. Who are you gonna be? Why would I? Why am I going first? Because you're yeah, the you host. Be, why not? Sure All right. There. Which monster would I be? Mm-hmm. Uh, do I have to be a monster? If I was gonna be any monster, I would be the uh, the red onesie guy. Because uh, it looked like the most comfortable costume out of all of them. Like, oh, it shoots the lighter from his horns. Yeah, yeah. he's just like a, he's just jumping around, going hee hee hee. He's wearing like a big rocket rocking hairdo. Yeah, he's great. What about you, Scott? Well, I'm a miner by trade, so I'd be drill and clamp guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, boy. Might as well utilize my skills. What about you, Nate? It's hard. I think I'd be the tree dude because I liked his design the most, and he's pretty laid back. <laughs> He's pretty laid back. I like, you, right? I like the way he fought because he didn't like he just sort of went into the earth and then just hit people with slam like, tentacles. Vines. Electric, electric innovative, vines. innovative. Yeah. I'm lazy. I'm just gonna lay him, <laughs> smack to me. you around a little bit. Use my fingers. What about you, Rach? Uh, Easel, Easelbub. What's the name? Easelbub? Baby Easelbub. Yeah, because it's really hard to bleach your hair blonde. It takes you hours when you're Asian. <laughs> oh yeah. So when it's instant, it's good. I assumed it was a wig. Yes. What about you, oh, Mike? I think so. <laughs> um, so as we're going through the monster classes, I suppose I have to choose a different one. Yeah, you can be the same one if you want. No, no, no. Just well, give a different reason. Oh, a different reason. <laughs> yeah, I want to be one of these crazy monsters. That's right. <laughs> um, what's in that one? Um, the I'll go the slinky guys. <laughs> God they damn can, it! Like lift their heads up. There's two slinky guys. You can both be a slink. What, what's the what's that game? What what are they? They they essentially arms. fight like arms. Yeah, arms. A switch like game. Iron coated ones because they're like really tough, and when you punches them, they don't do anything. Oh yeah, they don't move a lot. Mm. It's true. Mm. Yeah, I was yeah I was going for the. So no one picked the mustache dra- dancing guy. No was, one picked Spider Man either. Useless. I thought Spider Dude, the oh, tick guy, trick tick guy was the was the most. The best fighting. He was in the best fight yeah. sequences, but he's not my favorite. Well, he's probably my favorite design, actually, the costume. All right. Yeah, he's got. He's pretty cool. I still think the the plant dude has a better design. Mm, like colorful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he gets surrounded by fireworks and he can't do anything. I don't care about That's that. So man. bloody useless. <laughs> I don't in care terms about of, of stunts that would have hurt the most, there's a couple of blink and you miss it stunts of people smashing into walls and rib cages that. Uh, well, when the plant guy, foam. the first plant guy scene. Um, I actually went, whoa, because the vine grabs the guy and it like bodily drags him across the tops of these uh, the consoles. consoles. Yeah. Yeah. But there are two stunts I think that would have hurt the most. And one is being on fire. <laughs> yeah. And two is getting, guy, getting knocked off that motorcycle in real time. No, I think the one that hurt the most is the motorcycle to the chest. Oh, yes. That. Oh, that was amazing. That's how they kill the... Uh, which, which one did they kill? That was Clamp they Guy. They didn't kill him. They just knocked him down. That was a Clamp. That was a minor. That was a Clamp. Oh, Clamp Guy didn't get killed by the motorbike? No. I thought he got killed by a kick, didn't he? He got killed by the kick stop uh, at, in the end. Yeah, yeah. That, that just became... He's like, It's like he figured out the, the finishing move. Like the He was playing Street Fighter or something and he finished out... He figured out, oh shit, this move fucking is OP. 
the first time you can do a dragon punch. Uh, what did I just do? The first time you get that spinning pile driver. And then, and then he goes through the, re- the four or five people after that until he gets to the last boss. He's like, ah, I got to go back to fireballs. <laughs> so this movie is a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a I lot I recommend of fun. watching it even if for the, Drunk. the camp schlock kind of sets and all that shit. It was so good. Early contender for a film of the wow, year. Nathan says it's good. It must be good. No, because I have terrible taste. <laughs> I'm, I'm not watching movies for the same things you're watching movies for. <laughs> so, uh, how can they get in touch with us, Sam, if you're listening? Oh, many, many ways. I don't check any of them, but if you want to write in... <laughs> send, send a telegram fax. <laughs> telegram for Mr. Mongo. Uh, you can reach us at asianactioncast.gmail.com Asian Action Cast on Instagram, Facebook. We kind of are on Twitter, but not. Because whatever I post on Instagram goes to Twitter. So yes, we are on Twitter, bitch. They're not fact-checking you, are they? Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> There's lots uh, of inaccuracies in this one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We never fact-check. It's a competent podcast fact-check. Yeah. Uh, apparently, we're in the top list of podcasts around the world in certain places. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I don't know how that is. Yeah. Well, you know why? Are you sure? Because we do nothing but quality. That's why. Fact check. Yeah. <laughs> no references here. We've got nothing so to report. I want nothing sponsorship by Quality Street, please. <laughs> we do, I do get a few comments about... Uh, nobody's actually said they enjoy listening to the podcast. I don't know if they are or not. I'm not saying they don't enjoy listening That's to the podcast. That's right. Though. So I'm going to take that as a win. Until we get a cease and desist... Or we start hating each other. Yeah. We'll continue. That happened yeah. a long time ago. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> We've been doing this for what, like three years now, right? Yeah. Three, season, season yeah. three. Season three. Four more and we'll get syndicated. <laughs> My friends. That's how it works, right? Well, anyway, fuck you guys. <laughs> you got nothing else to watch on TV. Podcast. Asian Action Cast. Before sports comes back. <laughs> All right. Stay clean. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.